So a question I get a lot is if I actually started right with Philia, which is the brand of wig that I do wear, or if I actually tried other wig companies or other types of alternative hair, like toppers, extensions, bonded toppers, um, sewn-in hair, which is like a sewn-in topper, uh, things like that, synthetic wigs. I actually did. Uh, my journey into hair wearing started long before I actually started wearing hair, let's call it full-time, in 2012. So to give you a little bit of history, I started losing my hair in 1999. And by the time it was already 2001, and I had lost enough hair that I was being so severely impacted that I felt the need to have more. So I was actually living in New York City at the time, and there was a, a hair replacement establishment that was doing um, sewn-in pieces for women, exclusively for women. And I had gone and made a, a consultation appointment there, visited them. I think I even put down, I don't think, I know, put down a down payment for the system. But basically, due to a couple of things that happened, whatever, it didn't work out. I ended up not getting the piece. And so that was like what I call my first failed stop into wearing hair. So that was a no-go. So that was 2001. So fast forward a little bit into 2003, um, I decided to buy, actually, I think this time I went to a wig shop. I went to a wig shop and I bought two synthetic pieces that were like supposed to be more human-like synthetic pieces. And I don't know why, but I um, chose the color red. I was actually born a redhead. So I thought, hey, you know, this will make sense. And like they had bangs and like I don't wear bangs. Um, I don't look good in them. But I thought, okay, this is going to be good. So I got two synthetic um, red-haired uh, wigs and wig caps. And back then there were no wee grips or anything like that. So, you know, you have to go with the old school stocking cap and try to figure out what you're going to do with like bobby pins and stuff. And I remember coming home with my two wigs in their boxes and going to the bathroom and like putting on the wig cap and the stocking and just trying to figure out. Now, mind you, at the time, when my hair started falling out, I did not cut my hair. So it was like down to my waist. So I'm trying to like roll up my hair, which, you know, I was I was born with a lot of hair. So even like a few years into my hair loss, I still had a lot of hair. But I'm rolling my hair up under this wig cap, stocking cap. So like, you know, I'm like got a Princess Leah thing going on. And I'm trying to shove this red wig over my hair. And I'm thinking like, you know, this looks good. I'm feeling pretty good with this. And I wanted to test it out. And so my mom wanted to have lunch. And I warned her ahead of time that I was going to be wearing a wig. And she's like, okay. So we go meet for lunch, and when I left the house, um, now, mind you, my hair was like, my hair is brown, basically, like a dirty blonde brown, and this is red with bangs, and I had straight hair with no bangs, and so I show up to lunch in this bobbed, banged wig, and we proceed to have <laughs> our normal lunch, you know, I'm just, you know, feeling like I got my hair, there's no thinning, and feeling good about it, and I get back to the car, and I realized somehow during the course of this lunch, the wig slipped back because there's no wig grip, right? It was just a wig cap where the bangs were actually beginning at where my hairline was. So if you can picture that, the bangs are starting where my hairline was. So it's like I had like a 10 head and I called my mom from the car and I'm like, mom, you didn't tell me that the wig moved back. And she's like, oh, I thought that's the way it was supposed to be. No, you didn't. <laughs> you did not. But um, so I'm going to call that another failed start into wig wearing. So that didn't work out as well. Um, I proceeded to a couple years later, get some eBay wigs. Um, those didn't work from various companies online. Um, it, it just for I couldn't keep it on my head. The hair quality wasn't good. There were all kinds of reasons why they were, it wasn't working. 
Then I started getting serious about wigs in uh, 2012 because I actually had um, a work conference that I had to go to. And now by this time, my hair had progressed quite a bit. I was really insecure. It was affecting my life in uh, innumerable ways. I was like so self-conscious. I, I had to be concerned about overhead lighting in restaurants. And I just, I didn't feel good about it. And I felt to be my best, I really needed some kind of hair to feel like me. So I started looking more into um, options. Oh, I should say, I'm going to go back a little bit. Bonded toppers was something else that I was considering for a very long time because um, on my site uh, back in 2000, well, I started my site in 2007, but back in back around like 2009, like a lot of women were starting to do bonded toppers because there was a couple of women that were in my network that were wearing it and wearing it really, really, really well. And it looked it looked very promising. And to be honest with you, it is promising for a lot of people. They choose that route. And um, I thought that that's what I was going to do. The reason why I didn't do a bonded topper was because I had a really good friend do it before me. And she knows how crazy I am in some ways where I need things to be exactly perfect. Like it has to be perfect or like I'm going to go crazy. So she had done it first. And she told me that you cannot do this. She's like, why? You cannot do this because it is not an exact science. And it could be like there could be a wrinkle in there. And she's like, I think you'll like go out of your mind. So because of her doing that or saving me from that, um, that's why I didn't go the bonded topper route. Otherwise, I probably would have started there. Okay, so that was killed for that reason only. I should say that a lot of women do like bonded toppers. It just wasn't going to be for me. Um, so then I was like, well, the next thing is going to be wigs. Okay, so here's my journey into wigs. So I this now we're fast forwarding to 2012 and I have a conference to go to and not a lot of time. So I'm in a panic and I start ordering just from a bunch of companies online. And um, I, at the time, online wig ordering was really hard. I don't know how it is nowadays. I just know back then it was really, really challenging. And with the return policies and things like that, it made it a very expensive endeavor and a very frustrating endeavor. There's no one showing you how to wear the hair. It, wasn't, it was just very hard. Um, so I did that. And then I had um, also taken my uh, significant other with me on a journey to a wig shop. And um, <laughs> I laugh ahead of time because I already know the punchline. So, but I take him with me to this wig, to this wig shop and I'm nervous. And in this particular wig shop, the men aren't actually allowed to go in the back. They have to wait in the front. You know, it's a religious thing. And so I couldn't have him right there by my side. And so I had to wander there back to the, you know, back of the store all by myself. And I was really nervous and scared. And um, I started putting on pieces like, you know, shyly. And then I'd come out to the front to show him. And finally through, you know, there's a mirror out in front. And finally, after some time, like we narrowed it down to two. Okay, we got two. And he told me one of them, which was like long. This wig was like to my waist. He told me one of them was like amazing. He's like, oh my God, that is beautiful. That's you. That's this. That's, I mean, he sold me on this. I mean, I was looking fly. As far as I was concerned, Holy cow, I just I just found it. Okay, so we buy the wigs, we're gonna go to the grocery store, and what better time to try out your new wig than the grocery store? So we are actually going to there's a very popular like natural food store here, Irwan in LA. And so we're gonna go there. But first I pull off the side of the road and I um I get the wig on. And now at this point in time, we've realized there's a wig grip. And um, so I got the wig on. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm adjusting it. I'm like, this is long. I mean, this is me. 
I look hot, all this stuff. Okay, fine. Okay, get start the car again, driving to the grocery store. And now it's time for shopping. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do and act natural, right? This is like my first real venture out wearing hair with with hair that's like down to my waist. And at this point, I'd already chopped like my hair to my um, above my shoulders um, to make it look fuller for my hair loss. So we go into the grocery store. I'm going to get some salad. I'm picking stuff out of the salad bar. I'm like going down the aisles. And all I remember is that my significant other was peering around the corner looking at me like there was something wrong, like he didn't know me or like he didn't want to know me. I'm not sure what it was, but something was wrong. And so, I mean, I just felt really uncomfortable. Like he doesn't normally like peer around the corner from the you know aisles staring at me. I'm like, what the heck? And like, okay, so now I just want to get out of here because I don't know what is up. And finally, I get to the car and I'm like, what is going on? Why are you staring at me like that? And he's like, I don't know how to tell you, but you look like you're going to rob a bank. Okay. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? You let me walk out of the store. You told me I look hot. And then you let me go to the grocery store looking like this. He's like, I'm really sorry. Let's go back to the store. I'm like, there's a no return policy. Don't you understand? So anyways. By the way, we did go back. It was like within an hour and they were really, you know, I still have, I've given this company their props before because I do think they're a really good company. They do have like a a quality product, but they actually allowed an exchange. So thankfully, I didn't keep the one that made me look like I was going to go rob a bank and I actually got another one. Um, So that was much better. And so then, so that was actually the first one that I started wearing that was like human hair, able to get on my head use, you know, you know, uh, walk around with it. I would always test it out in the house first and just like walking the dog, not really going places with it. Um, but it still really wasn't me 100% where I felt like it was me. Um, and actually it was the same friend that, uh, was wearing the bonded topper. She was actually the person, uh, cause she knew I was having this struggle finding hair and stuff like that. And she was like, you know, I think actually Philly is located in LA or Beverly Hills or something. She's like, so maybe you want to check them out. And I was like, okay, I don't, I mean, I hadn't heard of them at the time. So I Googled them and I, I remember finding the website and I just remember all the pictures and being like, oh my God. And so I was so nervous uh, to call and make an appointment or a consultation. Um, and I did. And uh, so basically that's how, that's how I began to wear Philia went into the consultation, um, that type of hair, the cap, all of it for me was really similar to um, my bio hair, the way that my hair was before it started falling out. And so it made me feel like me again. And so when I find something that works, I tend to not change it. I don't really do well with change and I don't see a reason to change if something is working for me. I tell you the story because I want you to know that I didn't just, one, jump into wearing Falia and that was the brand for me. It was a journey. Um, I had a lot of what I called failed starts. It's like I'd attempt and then it didn't work out and I would drop it for a couple of years and I attempt and it didn't work out. And it always made it seem like it was nothing that was going to be an option to me. It was a non-entity. And I don't, I want people to know it's a real option. There are so many alternative hair wearing options. There are so many brands. The brand I wear isn't for everybody. The, you know, there's synthetic. Some people prefer synthetic. Some people will wear toppers, never will wear wigs. Some people prefer bonded toppers only. There's no right one solution for everybody. And it just takes trying different things and being open and patient with yourself. Um, you know, simple things like, and also being patient when adjusting to wearing hair and giving it a fair shot. You know, 
Um, there, I when I started wearing wigs, I remember putting the wig on my head and thinking like, I can't actually keep my head straight up, like held up. I felt like I had a brick on my head, and it's not a brick, by the way, it doesn't feel that way. But my my body wasn't used to something on my head that it would tilt to the side, and I was like, how am I going to wear hair if I am going to have a crick in my neck or be tilted? like sideways i'm gonna be like greeting people like you know hunched over to the side be like, how's it going act natural you know i didn't think like how am i going to be able to do this this was just an adjustment my body just had to accept that there was something on my head get used to it and like i know that i met somebody else on instagram and she posted something once that i so related to which was that she actually when she started wearing hair would park her car in forward-facing slots only because she was afraid when she turned her head that her wig would pop off or her topper would pop off. And that's something I relate to as well. It's like, you have to adjust. You uh, have to be patient. You have to realize all these scenarios are going to be new for you. And you encounter them as they come. And eventually, it's all second nature. Like, now that I've been wearing hair, it's like eight years. So it's eight years I've been wearing hair. It's all second nature. All those scenarios, all of that, you know, you can turn your head. Your wig is not going to pop off. Um, I do keep my head straight, even though I do selfies at an angle. It's normally straight upright. Um, it's just a process. It's a, it's a, it's something different. It's anything different in you is going to take time. Some of us adjust faster than others. Some, you know, not as quickly. Um, just be patient with yourself and know that there are all kinds of options available. Um, wigs aren't for everybody. The brand of wigs I wear, I wear isn't for everybody. There's toppers that are clipped in. There are toppers that are sewn in. There are toppers that are bonded. There are synthetic wigs. There are, you know, human hair wigs. There are all different lengths. I mean, there's all kinds of things, all colors of the rainbow. So if it's something you want, um, just look into your options and give yourself a fair shot at it. Um, don't do what I did and wait like, you know, three years in between trying. If it's something you want, you know, give it a go. And now with like the online world, there's so much information out there. Um more than what then was accessible to me at the time um that it's actually if you're going to start wearing hair like there's no time like the present because there's so much stuff out there so um i hope that helped and um happy hunting <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the women's hair loss project podcast you can visit me online at www.womenshairlossproject.com you can also find me on instagram at whlp network please feel free to send me your show topics ideas and suggestions I really look forward to hearing from you.